Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde, and I'm back with another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And as most people are aware, during the pandemic, it was very hard to find cars. The price of new cars, if you could even get them, had gone up, and the price of used cars had really, really been increasing because new cars weren't available. But now that the supply chain has started to reopen, it's also a time where people are now kind of looking around saying, do I want a new car? And one of the things that factors in on that, and we've all gotten spoiled. I know my last uh, car, I was able to get 0% interest. You're really not able to find that much anymore, but you can occasionally get low interest loans through um, the financing arm of the car dealership, which like Ally Bank is the um, financing arm for General Motors and most all of the large name brand um, car dealerships have some, have a captive financing arm that you can use and that's worth checking out. The other thing I would encourage you to, to look at is local banks, credit unions. Credit unions in particular often offer the lowest rates on car loans. So you definitely want to talk to them, especially if you're being quoted seven, eight percent. It's worth asking, shopping around. And I would encourage you to shop around for that financing before you even start going to a dealership, because as you are probably well aware, once you're in the dealership, the high pressure sales starts and it can be hard to think clearly. You get that new car smell or new to you car smell and you start thinking, oh, well, I really want this or whatever. So take your time and make sure that you've looked at that. And the other advantage to going ahead and shopping around for interest rates and credit before you go into the dealership is that you also see what your monthly payment will be and figure out whether you can really afford it or maybe you should look at a new to you car or a different brand altogether. Also look at the total cost of ownership. How much is maintenance gonna be? A lot of the foreign cars have to be serviced at the dealership or at one of the more limited number of uh, companies that can do work on those very computer dependent cars. And so it may be more expensive to maintain. Also look at how expensive the tires are. That sort of stuff is all out there. And I'd encourage you to look at that before you decide exactly what you want to get. Also, if you're looking at an electric car, look at where you're going to charge it. If you're, especially if you're buying a used electric vehicle, see what the life expectancy is on that battery and how expensive that battery would be to replace. So that's something that can really impact, you know, yes, you can get maybe a Tesla for very inexpensively, but it's gonna need a new battery that's gonna cost you $13,000 within a year. Well, you need to take that into account. It may be a good price, but you also need to know what is coming on for that and that total cost of ownership. Um, also, if you get a fully electric car and you are not the type that wants to plot out and you're not a big planner, it can be more difficult to drive at long distances. So you may need to factor into your budget 
renting a gas-powered car or a hybrid car for taking longer trips. So you want to pull that all in together and make a very informed choice. Um, this can be, especially if you're in a relationship and one of you is really good on the details and the other's not, lean on that person who's good with the details and start putting that information together and narrowing it down. Um, certainly gas is creeping back up again and we're gonna hit summer driving season. We usually see gas prices go up then. So maybe a hybrid or a car that gets, you know, 30 or 40 miles to the gallon might be a great option. And really think about if you're looking at a car for what are you going to use it for the most and what would be sort of an outlier because if you're going to use it for carrying your kids and your friends you probably do need that third seat third row seat but if you it's mostly your family or you don't even have kids but occasionally you do something where you want some extra storage maybe a trailer hitch and a tray on the back is going to one be easier to park day in day out get better gas mileage day in day out and it works better for you for the 95 percent of the way you use it but it can be expanded if you need that so that's kind of something to look at um, when you're shopping for a car because as we see government regulations mandating higher fuel economy this, that's a way to make sure that you can participate in that and also lower your cost of ownership. The other thing that cannot be overlooked, especially with the rate of uh, car thefts going up, is what does it cost to insure that car? Definitely make sure you look at that because, you know, you may like a Ford and a Hyundai equally, but if one costs $500 a month to insure and one costs $750 a month to insure. Well, you can see that you could actually pay more for the Honda because you're going to pay less in car insurance cost. So definitely look at that and pay attention to it. Um, and that would go onto the spreadsheet or the, you know, the notepad about when you're looking at what you want to consider. So first of all, cost of financing. How much can you afford in your monthly budget for payment? Don't forget about the insurance cost. Don't forget about the maintenance and the gas, if you have a uh, gas vehicle, what that's gonna cost you. Pull all that together and make an informed choice. And happy shopping. And uh, also one last tip, some, uh, Places like Costco have a car buying program that may offer you better discounts than what you could get. So it's worth looking into those types of arrangements as well once you've narrowed down um, what kind of car makes the most sense for you. Thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.